Welcome to episode 33 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. In this episode, Jake and I just kind of have an open, honest discussion of, you know, as a leader, how do you make the shift between uh, being empathetic with your coworkers and taking the role of leadership? Uh, sometimes it's a difficult uh, thing to do uh, to determine, you know, when, when do I shift? Uh, so that's really what this uh, discussion is about. We we felt it was good kind of on the heels of of some of the emotional intelligence work we've talked about in other episodes. Uh, we do think it, it does stand alone. It's a great conversation. Uh, we know you'll enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, Chad Elbert here with my good buddy, Jake. How are you today, Jake? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Good. This week in this episode, we're going to have a kind of an open, honest discussion about uh, empathy and when as leaders, you know, we, we need to be able to shift from, from that kind of being empathetic with another person, a coworker, a client, whatever the case may be to, to problem solving, to planning, to take that next step, you know, when, when we're going to kind of talk through like when is it the right time or how do we get a sense of okay we're empathetic with this person we feel their feelings but but now you know if we hang out in that space too long we become just maybe um, not owning our our situation falling into victimhood uh, you know and so how as leaders managers coaches how do we sense when it's the time to to shift with this person into planning the next steps that that kind of yeah i think so i think kind of that's the premise in in talking about last week uh we had emotional intelligence and and empathy is certainly a big part of that and self-awareness and kind of playing with the idea of yeah can we take that too far is it possible to kind of be too empathetic or empathetic all the time in a way that that um yeah, maybe it just isn't helpful. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of just, as you said, an open, honest discussion. I think we're not sure if we can take it too far, or what that looks like. And so kind of just going to explore um, this idea of, is it possible to kind of be too empathetic as a manager and a leader? Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of our, our approach for uh, this podcast today. Yeah. And even as you were saying that, you know, I mean, certainly in, in the workplace, like if we just uh, go into it and we kind of, Hey, you're having a bad day. You know, that's on you, whatever. I'm not going to like feel any of your feelings or acknowledge any of your feelings. Uh, You know, that that's a space where we're probably going to distance people from being around us because it didn't be like, you know, we're human. We want to feel part of this tribe that that we're on. Um, You know, so we've got to feel some feeling. Uh, But I, I think there's a, there's, like, like with all things, right. We can maybe like lean on it a little too much, you know, maybe the, the person's coming to you uh, too often with their problems. Um, you know, Oh, this happened and that happened. Um, you know, we can certainly feel for the person, but I I think it's just recognizing if it's, if it's a kind of a repeat story, like things are always Mm -hmm. coming up. I think that's, that's for me, what comes up is a, a person in that, in that role, uh, we have to be looking for is this is this just a story that the, the person has created about their life that mm-hmm. um, to me the, those kind of stories that they start leading down the path of victimhood 
you know, where I, I'm not right. in control of, of the, you know, cer- certainly most of us aren't really in control of, of much, but, um, it, you know, it, it starts to get into this space of I'm, I have no control, uh, you know, lo- bad things just keep happening to me. Uh, it, to me, those kind of conversations, they just lead into the path of victimhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we had that conversation about that locus of control, right? And and there are things certainly that we can't control, but there are things that we can. Uh, things like our values, our attitudes, and our approach to these problems that that may be or obstacles that may be in front of us. Um, that those are things that we can control, right? And so, yeah, I think there's there's the fear even of I think on the empathy side of gosh if i'm empathetic with this this is going to lead to victimhood or this is going to lead to uh just the storytelling that that's happening on repeat for this other person and so i think on one hand we don't want to not be empathetic because of the concern about victimhood but i think we also want to be i think mindful about these stories that may be on repeat or where there isn't that learning and i think uh Chad, you and I both coaches, we see that or can see that in coaching in particular. And I think um, I was talking to you kind of offline about this, but there's just the, the kind of strategic interrupting and trying to interrupt even that train of thought of the victimhood or the repeat storytelling that's happening where there really isn't anything being gained by the storyteller. They know the story. They know what happened. Even as coaches, we don't necessarily need to know all that. Um, information in terms of the details of the story, but often, you know, well, how are you feeling? And then moving into certainly the empathy feeling for that person, man, that stinks. Um, There's some tough things going on there. And it's just not unstructured. It's not just left in that place, right? We're, We're wanting to structure it in a way that leads to problem solving like well what how do we get that control in our own lives for what our approach is what our attitude is and how we're going to try to move through or around this obstacle yeah and i think it's you know if we we want to be open recognize the feelings of of our teammates and listen to what's going on but it's Mm -hmm. it's really like well you know i i get that that happened you will what is it you really want to do? Uh, we, we've had all these conversations, right? I mean, the tools we built along the way with, with this, this uh, effort that we're in with the pinnacle leadership advancement, right? I mean, what do you want, right? I mean, those are some of the ways uh, that we can shift people out of that storytelling, you know, feel where they're at, but it kind of, as soon as we'd sense that it's getting into this victim victimhood kind of space, then, it, then it's like you said, just strategically, interrupting with a question well you know what would it look like right mm-hmm. i mean there's some kind of some basic coaching questions where we can help shift that person to um really getting into anything they control which is their thoughts of the future of where mm-hmm. they're at mm-hmm. you know we can learn from the past or you know look at um you know some of that story of what happened in the moment well what what led us to there you know, we just want to look at that real quick. Like what actions did we take? Um, are they, um, do we have some habits that we maybe aren't recognizing that lead us mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. space again? Um, oh, yep. And, and uh, one of the things I've, I've learned over the years too, is that our, our brains, it's, I think it's, uh, I'll probably get it wrong, but it's a reticular activation system, right? It's that part of your, your, your primal mind that, 
um, and, and the good example is you buy a new car. And before you right. bought that car, you've never seen one of those on the road before. You buy right. the car, drive it off the lot, and they're they're everywhere. They're all over. Yep. Um, and so there's there's something in our in our psyche that we we aren't looking for it, and then we know it, and we see it, and we start looking for it, and we find that evidence everywhere. And mm-hmm. and so we can, you know, f- as we see maybe feel this coming up with a person, they're having a routine habit of having bad days well what is the evidence that they're training their brain to find right they're they're stuck down a path of i'm out of control i'm not uh, you know i'm falling into victimhood and really Mm -hmm. help them see that they're looking for it they're Mm -hmm. they're going out of their way to prove that they're right Um, Mm -hmm. you know that that's one of the the things that comes up for me in this conversation is like if we're in that leadership role and, and we're helping people maybe out of it. It's like help them find out what they're looking, for, really mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. Find yeah, out what they're seeing. That they can go find what they want if they start looking for mm-hmm. it. But, so maybe help them reframe that story and to help them see a, a different perspective and, and maybe put something on their list that they're trying to look for every day. Hey, you know, is, there's evidence out there that, that um, the mm-hmm. thing you want can be had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to bring up is that when we tell ourselves stories, we might even look for that evidence to confirm the story. Um, and so, you know, if I'm thinking of myself as a certain thing, I might be looking for evidence to, yep, yep, there it is. I'm this, whatever that, whatever that label I've given myself is often harsh and sort of judgmental. Um, but we could turn that around, right? And, and I, I could tell myself I'm this and look for evidence that it's a, in a positive way. I'm, I'm confident, I'm capable, uh, whatever those things are and look for evidence of that as well. Um, so certainly there's, a, there's different paths we can take. We can use the same thing that happens, but really turn it on its head. And I think that's where, where that empathy um, can be a little bit limiting in that we do want to have kind of something after the empathy. I guess I don't I don't know that empathy itself is limiting, but I do think that there's something that needs to come afterwards. I think to just be empathetic and to resonate with the person and to um, recognize and observe, okay, this seems like this is what's going on and kind of peeling that down the layers. Um, certainly that happens in coaching a lot more than it may happen in like a professional, you know, one-on-one or something. But uh, once that does happen to you know, I think we do need to have that structure of, okay, where, what are we doing with this? Okay. We've had the empathy. I think that can be really relieving and connecting and we're on the same page and great, but you know, what do we do with this? And then how do we kind of move into, you know, whether it's problem solving or forming action steps, I think one, not doing that too soon is really important. I think two, not prescribing what those action steps are. It's, but it is this element of, of problem solving of, well, you know, what do you want to do with that? Like, um, I don't know, I can only think of sort of silly examples like that I guess would be around like parenting or kids, but if the kids aren't playing with you at the playground, well, you know, well, problem solving that, okay, that stinks, that doesn't feel good, but you know, what do you want to do with that? What might be some ideas to to work with um, that situation and either talking about it or talking to someone else or, oh, the kids over there are playing basketball, maybe I could do that. Um, different problem solvings in that scenario. Um, that's obviously not a necessarily professional one. I hope it's, it's not coming from folks, but, uh, it, but that was the example that came to mind. You know, but I think that, I mean, that example comes up because that, that 
even in our youth, those, those are primal needs, right? It's a feel part of the tribe. Uh, and, right. Yeah. Uh, even in, in the workplace, you know, you, uh, it can happen. And, and it's happened to me a number of times. Like, you end up, have you ever been the last one to find out a rumor? Right. Right. You know, yeah. like, how is it that <laughs> everybody else knew this and not me? Um, mm-hmm. Well, does it, you, you know, you, does it really matter who, you know, what, you didn't want to know the, the rumor anyway. So what really, what does it matter that nobody told you? <laughs> mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. like some part of your mind is like, well, I got left out. Um, it, you know, and, and that, but that's the, the, the thing is we, we think through this is, you know, empathy is about feeling the feelings of others, right. And, and sharing their emotions um, mm-hmm. and reflecting them back kind of right. And it feels like even as we start into this, that, I, that maybe as we use that word around other people, they think that we're always sharing that negative emotion or that it's about uh, um, joining in their misery. Right. Yeah. But it's point. also joining in their celebration. You know, mm-hmm. it's feeling any feel when well, they have a success. Let's not poo poo mm-hmm. it. And, and, you know, let, let somebody feel, you know, their success. Um, mm-hmm. and, and reflect that back to them. And, and, th- and that's the thing in that emotional intelligence is it's just about being wise with, with all emotions that, that come around. And um, I was just, that was coming up for me as we were talking through this, that it, it did kind of feel as we were, you know, empathy was this, it has to be feeling somebody's problems. We're going down yeah, with, and, and it, or negative emotions, I guess. Yeah. 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 And, it, yeah. and it's just, it's, um, it's about feeling all emotions and, um, yeah. You know, we can, we can build up the team more when somebody even maybe it's somebody that's up and coming and it has their first big breakthrough. Like, like we can help them own that, not, um, uh, not, not do what I I'm, you know, moment of vulnerability I'm famous of is not, not being comfortable taking praise. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, you know, the, the humility part of me is like, I don't, I don't need any praise. Well, it, you know what? Somebody said, thank you or good job. You, good job. You know, well, thanks. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. welcome it in. Don't, you know, you can make them feel uh, in a negative way by not accepting their uh, praise of you. Um, so that, you know, those are, uh, I, I think that I like how these conversations kind of morph as we go, but you know, it's, it's, there's all sides of that as we're feeling in, in sharing emotions in the workplace and allowing them to come in. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think our, our point with this today is, is that there's um, we have to be in that space. We have to recognize it, but as a leader, at some point we have to know, okay, now it's time to shift. Um, you know, we, we can be overly joyous or, 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 you know, let it go too far and let it become overly victimized. Um, but we just, as leaders, we have to be watching for that. You know, now is the time to kind of strategically break, as you said, uh, and and start working into that space of well what what are we going to do with it what's next um, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I definitely appreciate that um, with empathy too because it that's a great point on the positive side and and I think it is really important to create space to sit in that space um, for folks because just personally speaking I probably tell myself ten things that I could be doing better and rarely give myself the you know, this, you're doing a good job with this one thing and really sitting in that, right? There's something that's, that can be hard about that. And so making sure we're giving those opportunities for our people, creating that culture, we should be celebrating the wins. Even if 
they're small or insignificant. A lot of times those things aren't small, right? We're making progress. We're growing uh, as individuals and how we're showing up and how we're doing our work. Um, those things should absolutely be celebrated. And so I think empathy is a part of sharing that joy, the resonance that comes on the, on the positive side as well. So definitely appreciate um, bringing that, that piece up. Yeah. You know, it's funny, even that ties into a few episodes ago where we talked about, you know, it, it's the little measures along the way. Like if we, if we do the steps correctly, the outcome will reach our outcome, but that's those, Mm -hmm. you know, celebrate that little win. You know, we got Mm -hmm. this step dialed in and done, move on to the next. And, um, but that, that's such an, I think we're, at least my experience of, you know, business and life is like, we get so driven on outcomes. We forget that we're humans first and we have feelings. We want to be, you know, part of a, a, a collective in a, in a tribe. We mm-hmm. really do, even though sometimes we may say, you know, we don't because we're uh, overwhelmed, but it, you know, mm-hmm. we are feeling creatures and, and the, Absolutely. allow this to come in to our work and, and acknowledge it. I mean, that, that's what's, is a big part of that. And it, it is though, as you know, this, we, we create this content to add value for the, for the leaders out there. Um, it is a, it is a tough call. Sometimes you have to say, okay, you know, I feel what you're feeling. I'm with you on this, but mm-hmm. have you considered, you know, and, and go into that, that, that coaching mode and, and, you know, even if it's celebrating a win that we celebrate it, let it sit there. But then, you know, now we know there's, there's more that, you know, there's the next thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And so some of those questions in a non-prescriptive way, or might be that kind of, you know, how do we repeat this success? How do we, you know, what, what took place to get to this point in terms of, you know, it's, it's easy to do like problem solving, but how do we do that even with the success and the celebration? Okay. So this went really well. What do we need to do next time to repeat that and make sure that we can continue this trajectory and momentum that we've built uh, with this most recent success. So yeah, absolutely asking those kind of kind of open-ended questions in terms of investigating and kind of digging in a little bit, um, whether it's you know, good or I shouldn't even put it in good or bad, but maybe positive or negative or you know, how we're looking at it. Um, but yeah, doing that investigation and digging in. And then uh, I think, I don't know if problem solving is the right word, but, but creating a plan right? Creating a plan for what moving forward looks like and how to do that. Um, because I think that does give us that locus of control. Okay, well, this is how I want to move forward to this. This is a challenging situation or this is a really great situation, but this, this is how I want to move forward, right? I don't want the, if it's a celebration, I don't want the parade and people carrying me in on the chariot. Uh, but I, you know, I, so I, there's that, as you can just mentioned, that humility, but, you know, this is how I want to move through that success or this is how I want to move through this challenging obstacle and how to kind of overcome it and how I want to manage the stress of the situation um, and kind of trying to create that plan, I think really helps us formulate how we're going to move through things. Um, and I think that's a re- that is where that victimhood just kind of evaporates, right? It's tough to be a victim when we have that plan and how we're going to move forward. And really that I think it also helps us create this aspiration. How do we aspire to be something more than ourselves? Um, 
Yeah. So I, I don't know if we're deviating off of empathy. I guess for me, I don't know that I think empathy can go too far, but I do think there needs to be something on the tail end of the empathy. I don't think it's unstructured empathy. I'm like, okay, I feel this with you. Thanks for sharing. Let's go back to work. It's, you know, I think there needs to be something after it that kind of helps. Um, af- yeah, definitely after the empathy, but it helps, I think, moving forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause it, you know, I, like I said, it could be, it could be kind of a cold thing to say, oh, I feel what you're feeling, but boom, you know, and then right, that, right. that just like shelves it. You, you literally like almost shut the person off. Like, yeah, your feelings don't matter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, we mean, really have a tendency to do that. Yeah. And, and, and they do matter. And, and like I said, it's just, a, it's just a matter of kind of reading that situation, working into maybe, maybe it's let it just, empathize with the person let it sit for a while come back to it you know know what they're even if it's just starting with hey what are your core but your own personal core values right Mm -hmm. to to just slowly shift it if we are getting out of coming from a neg kind of a negative space help a person shifting them back to what their core values are um Mm -hmm. yeah but it's definitely if we um we just want to live i guess what was come up for me as we were saying that we want to always be empathetic Mm-hmm. It, meaning that we're aware of that the feelings that are coming around us but we, are, we also all want to be proactive and productive and creative right immediately mm-hmm. at the same time maybe but it's just not letting the empathy become um you know like a downward spiral of victimhood mm-hmm. i guess this mm-hmm. was coming up for mm-hmm. me as we kind of wrap mm-hmm. wrap this up it's just um, it's just been really being aware, right? That, that uh, too, mm-hmm. too, I, I guess just too much of anything is not a, not ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it is important to sit in that empathy and, and the connection that takes place there too. Um, it's often, I think, moving to action too quickly, or you know, yeah. I, I guess I'll just say too quickly really does minimize those emotions, right? It basically says, well, that problem isn't that important. The emotions you have with that aren't that important. Let's just talk about how to solve the problem. And in fact, I might even prescribe how to solve that problem. Well, if you do this and do this, right? Um, that's where it gets super minimizing in the emotional part. So they're definitely absolutely advocating for the empathy, the emotional intelligence and the awareness that, that goes even internally of like, man, that that's tough. Um, and then, yeah, that just that judgment call, and that's kind of where we need to step up as leaders, even leaders of our own lives, where where we need to move into that action. Okay, you know, this empathy, I think, is it's kind of reached its bottom. We've got to the bottom place. How do we move forward? Um, but yeah, not doing that too quickly. Absolutely, making sure that the empathy is there. Um, but I guess for me, it feels important to have that like action piece at the end of it or at the you know that it, it's supplanted with um and not replaced but supplemented i guess would be a better word with with uh this some some degree of problem solving or you know what do we want to do with this we're in this place what do we want to do yeah i think that sums it up well that that's the important part is that we we feel you know we let it go we're there we we share we embrace but then you know, just sitting here is just sitting here, you know, it's not going to get, it was not going to get any better. Where are we going to take it to? And and Mm -hmm. it's so important. Like you said, is um, 
not as a leader in that role, one of the worst things we can do when somebody's got a challenge is to be prescriptive. Well, I go do this, this, that, that. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I think there's a time and a place for that situationally, but you know, when it comes with a, a person's immediate problems, if we, if we're prescriptive on how it's going to fix it, uh, probably not going to fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the problem can re- be recreated, right? It yeah. might solve that problem in the moment, but nothing changed about the thinking that created that problem. Exactly. Yeah. That's why coaching is important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, why we both believe in it and really love the work. So yeah. no, no issues self-plugging and self-promoting because uh, I think we both are passionate about it. And I think that's where that change happens is how do we change the thinking and in coaching is really such a privilege to be able to be a part of someone's journey yeah. um, in that, in those changes. For sure. Well, thanks. I, I, I think this, I feel, I feel like there's a good, good place to wrap this up. I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, the, the, the point of this episode really is, you know, just, just be aware, uh, notice, um, you know, when, when is the time to shift into action and, and you know, mm-hmm. th- that's, we, we can sit too long in, in, in action sometimes. And we just need to be, be feeling, be, be aware of the, those around us and then kind of step into a coaching role and, and make a plan to go forward. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chad. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, we know you will always enjoy these episodes and get some value out of it. As always, uh, like and share. Visit us at PinnacleLeadershipAdvancement.com and whatever podcast platform you visit regularly. 